What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. Hey everyone, welcome to this week's episode of Happy Hour. (laughs) Today I am joined with Maggie. Hey. <laughs> this is going to be such a good episode, you guys. I feel like you are just someone that everyone has like wanted on this podcast since I started. Like everyone's like we need an episode of Maggie. So this is so good. I'm so glad I'm coming on now rather than before because I feel like I've had so much change happen personally that yeah. my answer to the questions I feel like would have been so different like a year ago or yeah. when you started the podcast. I know. So I'm happy so we good. waited. Everything happens for yeah. reason. Wait, okay, and talk about who you are for a second cuz some of the questions were like who is she? I was like, how do you not know who Maggie is? You know me. You know Maggie. Come on. Um, my name is Maggie. I am 23 years old. I live in Boston, Massachusetts. I am like a lifestyle YouTuber. I just do vlogs on my channel and kind of show everything that I love, whether it's like fashion, beauty, health, wellness, stuff like that. So yeah. that's what I do. I'll have, and I'll have your channel. I'll have her Instagram, all the things in the notes, in the description. I never know how to call it. It's so weird because it's so similar to YouTube, but it's different. So all her things will be linked, you guys. And the first thing that I know we should just talk about because everyone's going to have questions. Like if you're new here, if you're like, who's Maggie? What's your relationship? The whole thing. So I thought we could just do a quick background and like how we met. I feel like we talked about this so much, but just in case you guys haven't heard, so, we met, what year did we meet? Like, 2016? 2017? Yeah, it was okay. beginning of 2017. Mm-hmm. We did a photo shoot with our friend Arlen, who you went to BU with. <laughs> yeah. That's how you guys met, and I went to high school with him. So, I've known him since I was in, like, seventh grade, and I got invited to go to Boston for a photo shoot and he was like come take pictures I'm gonna be doing like pictures videos like with a few of my friends I was like oh yeah like that'd be fun and um I remember actually that morning like I was just so not in the mood it was like a cold gloomy day in March and I was like I really don't feel like being outside it's freezing I don't know if I want to be like in front of the camera put on the full face of makeup, like do the whole thing. And I remember talking to Tyler and he was like, you should just go. Like you haven't seen Arlen in forever. Like it'll be fun. And I went and then you and I hit it off. Like Gretchen and I instantly became like best friends. (laughs) And we took photos together all day and it was really fun. I love that story. (laughs) Me too. The story (laughs) of us, you guys. Wait, I remember you saying that because obviously I didn't know in the moment, but you were like, yeah, I was having like a rough morning. And Tyler was like, you should go. And it like was so fun, you guys. I didn't know that I was meeting Maggie. I, we like started the day, I was like filming a video for something with Arlen. And I like remember the first, we'll, we'll talk about this later. 
our first impression of each other. But I remember the first moment I saw Maggie, she like walked in the room and I was like, she's so cute. I like her outfit. That was like oh. the first thing I thought of her. <laughs> and I was like not prepared for this photo shoot. I was probably wearing like a sweatshirt and leggings and she like gave me her scarf so I could like look cute in the photo shoot. And I feel like we just hit it off. So that's how we met. Mutual friend. Arlen is like the plug. I've met so many people through Arlen. Like he just has so many friends. Yeah, he does. So if you want to meet people... Arlen Moore, everybody. (laughs) But that's how we met. And the next thing I thought that would be really worthwhile to mention, you guys, is Mackie, are you starting a podcast? I am starting a podcast. It's been long awaited. Something that I've been thinking about for a very long time. Honestly, like a year since I was on my first podcast episode, I was like, I love this. I love how you can be real. I feel like every episode I share so much more than I share in my YouTube videos. I don't know what it is, but I think it's not to say that I'm not like real in my videos, but I feel sometimes I can like show my true personality Mm -hmm. and really open up and be myself when there's a camera and I'm like alone with a camera recording myself Mm. it's the weirdest thing maybe it's just in my head but sometimes I get like shy almost to Mm -hmm. show that side of me and I feel like on podcasts I just love talking I could talk for hours so I've been wanting to start one forever and I'm actually going to start one with my sister Emma Mm -hmm. which we thought would be so fun because we could bounce off of each other have like conversations um you could get to see Emma and I like a different side of us together just like talking chatting we're gonna have guests on too so it's gonna be really fun I'm really excited so stay tuned (laughs) yeah so that's coming soon you guys I knew that would be so good to talk about and you guys can get all excited and you probably know Emma if you listened to my episode with Emma before we talked all about hockey boys and great things like that so yeah I love that I so agree with that too I just feel like a podcast just lets you talk more you know like you just have it like an hour however long it is to just explain more and it's such like long form content that I feel like you really get a good gist of like what you're trying to like get out but in a vlog sometimes it can be so quick or whatever video and you're like oh my gosh you just really didn't like get like the point of today or like what I'm trying to say because it was just so I feel like vlogs are good for showing Mm -hmm. and rather than telling I feel like I hate just sitting in front of the camera for 20 minutes of just me talking I feel like Mm -hmm. That's the main reason why I'm so excited for a podcast. That was just like a light bulb in my head. Like you are so right. Like vlog is like showing and podcast. It's literally telling you, like we're telling you like what we have to say. Yeah. You don't have to like be watching. You could be walking, driving, doing anything. I never thought of it like that, but I love that. So yes, podcast coming soon. And you guys know, we always talk about what we're happy about and just like a happy quote or idea. So I gave Maggie a heads up. Take it away. What's something you're happy about right now? Um, Something I'm happy about right now is honestly just enjoying the moment where I am and just being so happy with my apartment and the fact that I live across the hall from Emma and my brother lives down the street and my boyfriend Tyler just moved in. I just am really happy to be exactly where I am right now. Not thinking about, okay, what's the next move? What what am I going to do next? Mm -hmm. When my lease is up in a year, where am I going to be? I feel like it's good, obviously, to think about the future in a sense where, like, to have a little bit of an idea, um, but I used to be so hard on myself in the past, just, like, having to know, like, what was going to be next and thinking, like, oh, I just did this thing and I accomplished that, like, I need to move on to the next thing right away. I'm just, like, really enjoying the moment and so happy to be like here right now today with you mm-hmm. so that's what I'm happy about right now just like being here with you I and love that talking and getting we, to catch I love up that so much because I feel like 
it's just obviously everyone knows it's so easy to get caught up in thinking about the past or the future and I find myself so doing that I'm like okay I have this lease and it ends in a year but like what does life look like after that Ooh, anxiety like I'm stressed kind of thing so I love that you're thinking of that and that reminds me when I had Arlen on the pod he made me sit really still and quiet for a moment and he's like Gretchen all we have is right now like there's no future and there's no past all we have is literally right here in this moment like recording this podcast and I was like whoa that made me feel so weird but like it's so true Mm -hmm. and it just shows you like how important presence is like your tattoo yes (laughs) (laughs) so I love that and then is there like a happy quote that you love like a favorite quote or like idea anything like that um right now I've been really loving the saying or like affirmation I am here now and I like journal that in the morning and stuff like that so mm-hmm. it just really helps me stay present and aware and that's something I've been like working on a lot recently wait so. I love that that reminds me I think it was like my last week's episode or the one before that I was saying how my mantra like came to me one day when I was feeling like down and I just had this thought like I am enough and yeah that just reminds me I love me that. Of that it comes to you it really does <laughs> yeah Like, I was, like, worrying about, like, whatever it is. Like, my fitness journey or whatever. And then I'm, like, wait, what if, like, how I am right now is just, like, enough? And And it is. We're getting deep over here. I know. I could, like, have it here. It always gets deep with us, you guys. I wish we could record every day that we talk. I know, Maggie. I always get... This is definitely going to get deep. And I like that you talked about journaling because that... We have questions about that. Okay. So, first, I was telling Maggie, I had this more organized, you guys. You know that my brain, like, bounces all over the place. Like, that's how I am. But it's a little more organized. So, first, we're going to talk about the questions that have to do with, like the two of us together so I kind of said for me for like our first impressions of each other I just thought she had like the cutest I remember your outfit so well you had those like big baggy like ripped jeans and I think your your shirt had like a saying it was like a crop t-shirt I remember it was like a graphic tee like she just looked so cute so that was my impression of her and I feel like more than that like just the day that we spent together I just knew that we clicked so well I'm like oh my gosh like I love her like we can just chat and I don't know. I just thought she was the best. So that was my first impression. Yeah, my first impression was the same. I just thought that we really clicked. I thought that you were obviously so sweet and like exactly how you guys would picture Gretchen to be just based on when you watch her videos. I know you get so many comments from people saying that you're always so positive and so happy Mm -hmm. and like uplifting. And when I first met you, I was like, wow, this girl, like you were the most positive person I have ever met. And you just gave off such like good energy and you have such like such a light about you and I feel like you literally just like glow and are just so happy and that was my first impression I was like oh my god I love this girl I love her energy like I want to just be around her and spend so much time with her I like remembering after that day I would like snapchat Maggie it was like it was like a relationship I would like snapchat her and be like oh Maggie's like snapchat <laughs> I know we'd be like let's go to Seoul let's go to Sweet Green yeah Oh, that's so cute. This is like a cute episode. Okay, and then the next thing I know we talked about in that Q&A that we filmed in Texas about our what's our favorite thing about each other, but um, I just thought we could say it quickly since I know we said it before, but I remember that I said my favorite thing about Maggie, and I, swear, I just know that it's like changed me as a person, and like my life is how confident she is, and just like who she is, and like loving herself, and she just like, I feel like taught me in a way that like I could be that way too. Oh. and that I could like be confident and love my I'm gonna like cry whoa so yes (laughs) my favorite thing about Gretchen is there's so many things oh my god so my favorite thing about you is really how 
you are, is this the right word? Selfless. You're so selfless. Like you always put others before yourself. You always check in on people when you know that something happened. Like you are always checking in, like haven't talked to you in a while. How have you been doing? Or if you know that something happened, like you check in on everyone and you love people so much. And that's something Mm -hmm. that I admire so much because I just feel like you know more than anybody how much you just need to like I literally don't even want to say this because I'm gonna cry but you just like like love people and show them that you appreciate them which Mm. you understand more than anybody how to just like cherish like your relationships with people and Mm. you just love spending time with people and one thing I noticed also I'm like going I'm going on a tangent but (laughs) when I'm with you you're never on your phone you're very present when you're with people and you spend time with them like you make sure that you're fully engaged in your conversations you're so positive you light up every room that you walk in and you're just always so happy and make people feel so good when you're around them so. that's really <laughs> and that's on that that reminds me um that just made me think like if I'm with you and I'm on my phone like you probably don't matter that much to me because I feel like when I'm with people that I'm like like you guys like I want to catch up with you on like hang out like I'm just not on my phone yeah you never are that's like what's important to me I feel like I've been with friends in the past (laughs) Siri no Siri, <laughs> like I feel like I have been with friends in the past and I'll like look at my phone and I'll like a million calls and texts from someone they're like hello like I've been like waiting for you to answer or like where have you been and I'm like oh sorry like guess you're I just present <laughs> so yeah that makes me feel good because I feel like I can have issues with worrying about the past or the future but I feel I notice that about myself too like I'm happiest when I'm with friends and that must be because I'm so present and in the yeah. moment so I love, this is like making me realize things. Okay, this question is, did we visit each other in college? And I like this one because I like remember these moments so well. Yes. Remember I visited you and it was Arlen's 21st birthday? Yes. And we, uh, you got a PR package from Smashbox. Yes. And they sent you like 30 lipsticks and you and I were freaking out. Like what color should we wear? We matched our lipstick and we wore, oh guys, gosh. we wore maroon lipstick to the party oh and we had your we had like matching we had leather matching skirts leather skirts on we had body 21 yeah i think it was like 30 mm. degrees out and we wore little tiny matching leather skirts <laughs> with big booties <laughs> we had these tall black booties we wore leather jackets and b- oh, white bodysuits we matched times. i know i remember maggie had these like forever 21 skirts we're like okay who gets the black leather skirt and who gets like the burgundy leather skirt <laughs> And then we wore our maroon oh lip, and I think my skirt matched the lip. Honestly. Yeah, of course, of course it did. So Wait, and then I we went out, so and it was fun. Oh, I remember that, and I remember my other memory of visiting you at Bridgewater, and Emma was there too, and we were all laying in your bed, just like in a row, like on our phones, or like, yeah. and we went to Mary Lou's and got coffee. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just remembered those moments. I forgot about the lipsticks and the leather skirts. I forgot. So I mean, we talked about that. What's our favorite activity to do together? I feel like this is such an obvious oh my God. one. We love Soul Cycle together. Yeah. We love going to workouts, mm-hmm. and we also love um, shopping. Yeah. <laughs> well, the old us, you yeah. know, like the we us from two summers ago when we like ran around Italy and 
me and Navy each other. Oh my god, and Hawaii. Very bad. Yeah. We enable each other. Bad. It's not good. Because it's like one of us will get an idea like, oh, like I really like this, but it's like something you don't need and you're like not necessary. And the other person's like, yeah, like that's it's so really cute. cute. You, like you need, need it. it. Like Maggie's like, you need that. Not like a normal suitcase. You can buy home like an expensive one to put all your I'm stuff like, in that you bought. invest in it, Gretchen. It's a Louis Vuitton suitcase. You'll have it for the rest of your life. <laughs> She's like the angel on my shoulder. She's like, yes, do it. And I'm like, okay, you're right. <laughs> Just relatable things. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. Shopping. But yeah, that's the old us. We're like that's the old us. We'll trust me. We have questions about minimalism. So that's yeah. Good. Okay. On to Maggie, you guys. So I really, <laughs> I was being laughing. <laughs> I like this because these questions were so many questions about Maggie with her routine and self discipline and organization and stuff. Because I feel like that's something that I wasn't say. I'm not sure if a lot of people know. I feel like they people know like they get the vibe like I just feel like when I see any of your content that you're putting out it's so like soothing and zen and just makes me feel like more organized about my life because you're so organized like I love it and so yeah I feel like everyone picks up on that and now I'm interrupting super quick to tell you guys about ShipStation. I think that now could be a really great time to start with a small business that you've always thought about you guys know I've been thinking about making happy hour merch like either like yellow crew neck sweatshirts or hoodies or like maybe like a yellow tie-dye masks. I don't know. I've been thinking about it so much. We will see where that goes, but this brings me to ShipStation. Okay. If you are an e-commerce seller or if you've been thinking about it like me, when you're selling online, getting a lot of orders can be so tough to just track who gets what, what shipping carrier should use, and if you're getting the best rate. So that's why you guys need ShipStation. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders, print out labels, get your product to your customers, etc. ShipStation just helps online sellers of any size get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep customers happy. I love that ShipStation just helps online sellers of any size because obviously I would be starting off so small. Just get out orders quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep customers happy. Even if you're selling on Amazon, Etsy, your own website, I like that ShipStation just will bring all your orders into one place, just making it really easy to manage. From all your devices, I know you can even use on your cell phone and ShipStation works with all major carriers like the U.S. Postal Service, FedEx, UPS, and Amazon Fulfillment. So you can just compare and choose what shipping option works best for you and your small business. And ShipStation also offers big discounts on shipping costs. So any business can access same postage discounts that are usually reserved for really large companies. I don't know if you guys knew that, but that's just something that's really nice with ShipStation. You'll just always know that you're getting the best deal. Personally, just knowing how simple shipping with ShipStation is makes me so excited for the future of making merch. I know you guys, so many of you are just like really asking for happy hour hoodies or something like that. So we will see where that goes. It is no wonder to me that ShipStation is the number one choice of online sellers. Basically, you'll just be able to ship more in less time with the best rates available. And I know right now you guys can try out ShipStation for free for 60 days when you use the offer code GG. So get started at ShipStation today. Again, it's totally free for two months. I know you won't even have to put in your credit card to start your free trial with my code GG at ShipStation.com. I just knew I had to tell you guys about that, especially if you've been thinking about starting a small business during this time like I have. And now getting back into the episode, you guys, Maggie has so many good tips for us. You better be listening closely. So how do you think you developed your consistent day-to-day structure? Being completely honest, I wish I could say that like a few years ago, I watched a video or read a book or did something to Mm -hmm. learn, but I have just been this way since I was little. I was like 10 years old and my room 
was always organized. I loved just like playing around with the decorations and like rearranging it and having everything in its place. I don't know why it just was so satisfying to me ever since mm-hmm. I was little. I was like born this way and I <laughs> wish that I could just share how I became so organized and like in a routine and struck I mean having my life more structured but I just have always been this way there's definitely things that I do to hold myself accountable because not every day is like that and sometimes I just like don't feel like doing anything you know like we all have Mm -hmm. our days I'm human at the end of the day like it's not perfect all the time but um yeah I just feel like I've always been like this oh I love that (laughs) It's just who you are yeah. deep down. I like that because you just know yourself and you know you're a person that like thrives. Yeah, and I feel routine. like I just have recognized how good I feel when I do the things that I do. So I've always been like a routine type of person and I really like structure. I love organization. It makes me feel very satisfied and calm. So I feel like I recognize how I would feel and especially doing certain things. Like I picked up different tips and stuff on ways that I could change my life and like tried out different things. So I really just found out what worked for me, especially when it came to routines and what made me feel good and what made me feel like I could, this sounds dumb, but like perform at my best every day, Mm -hmm. you know, and like be in the right headspace and kind of make decisions that were going to benefit me and my life. Mm-hmm. And I just put all those together that really made me feel good and then stuck with that routine. And when I don't do my routine, I I feel off. I feel mm-hmm. like something's weird. I get anxious. Not that I like get anxious like really bad, but I'll just feel like out of it. And I just am such a routine person. Yeah. So Wait, I love that. I feel like I'm just, re- I'm having realizations. During- You're teaching me. <laughs> I'm like learning because that just, you kept saying about how it makes you feel good. And that just reminds me, I feel like, especially on this podcast, I've talked so many times about, um, especially I feel like with eating, like people are always like, what do you eat? Or like, blah, 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 eating habits. And I'm like, for me now, all I can do is just focus on what makes me feel good. And it like, it's like a lot of trial and error and just being honest with myself. Like when I eat this, how do I feel? And it's not like, Ooh, how do I feel when I'm eating it? Like this is exciting and tastes good. It's like, no, like how does my body feel after? Like, how am I like feeling? How am I doing? And I never thought of like your routine in that way, but that's such that's a good so way to true. think about Before it. Before I go to bed, I don't go on my phone for the last hour that I'm awake and I plug it in across Um, my room and when I do go on my phone before I go to bed and I slip up I'm like oh it's the weekend it's not a big deal I don't sleep well and I wake up the next morning and I'm like I literally know I didn't sleep well I was like didn't fall asleep right away I woke Mm -hmm. up a few times during the night because I was on my phone before I I fell asleep and then even when I wake up in the morning I don't go on my phone for the first 30 minutes to an hour Mm -hmm. I don't check any social media any emails I do my morning routine and when I do check my phone right away I respond to a message or do something, it like messes up my day. I recognize it and I'm like, I know how I feel when I do everything I promised that I would do to myself. Mm -hmm. And when I don't and I break those promises, like I can feel how it affects me. Mm -hmm. So it's just all about trial and error and really finding out what feels right for you. That reminds me so much. I know, I feel like you know even more about Ed Milet than I do because I've listened to like a handful of podcasts. Like I really need to know more. And I think I talked about on one episode talking about how I feel like I organize my life more. And I just remember feeling like, oh my gosh, I can't believe he just said this. Like I feel like he's literally speaking directly towards me. I remember him saying in an episode, it might have been on The Skinny Confidential, and he said, "Um, I can tell you right now the single most like impactful like thing that you will do in your life to change your life and have like a better 
life and routine, do not go on your phone the first 30 minutes of the mm-hmm. day. And I was like, oh my gosh. Like, I feel like you just grabbed me by the shoulders and shook me and were like, stop going on your phone. Stop starting your day with being so responsive and, um, you know, like responding to other people because that's going to be how it feels. And it's like, if you start your day, like in control of you, you're the rest of your day, you'll feel more in control. And I'm like, I need to do I started that. only doing it in May. Mm-hmm. So it's been a few months and it's literally changed my life. Yeah. He said I that. I feel like a different the person. Example. Yeah. Do you, cause I feel like I'm someone that's so easily overwhelmed and like anxious. And if I had this routine and was like off my phone more and just doing what I needed to do instead of like scrolling or whatever. Love that. Learning over here. What do you do if you fall off your routine? I don't stress about it because stress has such a huge effect on your body more than people know mm-hmm. it messes up so much and I feel like I have definitely learned this I haven't been perfect that it hasn't been this way forever but I just give myself cut myself some slack and I just know that I'm gonna wake up tomorrow morning and kill it the next day like this morning I woke up and I knew I had so much to do and I missed my meditation and my journaling and I didn't do it this morning. And that's like my morning ritual. I do it every single day. I didn't do it today, but I didn't let it ruin my day. And I'm not constantly thinking about it all day, how I didn't do it. I'm not going to let it ruin my day or anything like that. I'm just going to wake up tomorrow and start fresh. I love that. Actually, that's so good. How do you, so this is more like organization. How do you keep organized with YouTube work and like Instagram uploads or like questions about that? I don't really have like a set schedule or any type of organization like I really am so chill when it comes to Instagram I Mm -hmm. am the type of person where I can only post a picture on Instagram if it's in the moment like I don't do Mm -hmm. shoots I don't pre make content to have when I'm like sitting on the couch like oh I'm gonna post like a bomb picture of me wearing a cute outfit Mm -hmm. I wish I could be like that where I could plan things out and have like a day where I shoot content and have pictures for like the whole week that I could post and stay active but I like to do things when in the moment I don't really post like throwback pictures or anything like that I just and if I'm in a position where I want to take a picture of my outfit or myself or like a flat lay of something around my apartment um Mm -hmm. I'll snap a picture and upload it right there and then for videos I kind of just feel out like oh I really want to vlog today I'll vlog and then I'll upload it right after that so Mm -hmm. I just kind of do it you know what it just comes Mm -hmm. and then it goes up on the internet (laughs) I like there's no plan it that goes along with you being so present like what you're posting is like in the present moment and I like that you said that because I think a lot of people especially if you're um I guess taking like being an influencer really seriously and you're like okay I need to have my schedule my structure and you might think like okay today's my shoot day and like every day at 12 p.m I know people that do that every day at 12 p.m they post an Instagram or whatever it is um but I like that you just have a different like strategy vibe like you just do in the moment but I like that because I think that's relatable and it's sort of like you know when you see Maggie's stuff like that's her in right now and like this is me right now seeing what she's doing right now you know Mm -hmm. instead of like something old how do you manage your finances so well financial advice budgeting there's like a bunch of stuff about that um I have a financial advisor Mm -hmm. and I have people who manage my money which is something that I started doing when I really established, actually it was the beginning of 2019. Mm-hmm. I had had a year on YouTube where I was like, okay, this is picking up. It's my job now. And I don't want to make 
any stupid decisions. I've heard so many stories, seen so many YouTube videos of people talking about the stupid purchases they've made, the stupid decisions they've made um, when they're put in the position of making a lot of money at a young age, which just being completely honest, YouTube is so different than any job anybody will ever have at our age. Mm -hmm. And everyone knows that, you know, that's Mm -hmm. just the reality of it. Like it's so different and I'm so grateful to be in the position that I am and I've worked so hard to get to where I am and I don't want to look back 10 years from now and be like why did I do that why did I make those decisions so Mm -hmm. I got a financial advisor a year into starting YouTube and they've helped me manage my money and they look at my bank statements every month Mm -hmm. and I know that that's a luxury that I have and I'm so grateful to be able to have people that help me um I definitely think for my tips personally is that when it comes to buying things definitely if you are interested in something keep that in mind and if you see something that you like in the store right away don't buy it right away go home spend a day or two three days four days a week whatever and if you can't stop thinking about it that's how you know you need it so that's like my tip for life and and I'm big on making investments so I think that if you just save your money and wait to buy that one thing that you like rather than buying a bunch of different things just to take the place of it. I feel like that's a lot more wasteful and a waste of money. Mm -hmm. I'm big on quality over quantity. And so that's another way that I feel like I save money because I just wait to save up for the one thing that I want rather than like just buying a bunch of things that I don't really need. Mm -hmm. I feel like you've always been that way. Like quality over quantity and I feel like you can apply that to almost like every aspect of your life yeah you know I feel like also even before I had YouTube and when I worked like real jobs because I've only been in this position for like I started my channel three years ago in September so I had real jobs before YouTube I worked six days a week like over 40 hours at a resort on Cape Cod I worked my summer job I was a hostess literally I'd go into work at like 10 a.m and I wouldn't get out till 9 p.m like I hustled my ass off and I also think that if you really want something you need to work for it and you can't just sit there and like wait for things to come to you and just Mm -hmm. think like oh money poof it's gonna like fall off of a tree you know what I mean (laughs) so I feel like I've always been interested in like fashion I always have loved um like clothes and just being able to buy myself things and even since I was younger I would just like find different ways to make money and I would like work different jobs on my one day off when I was hostessing I would babysit so I was always finding ways that I could make a little bit of money in my free time when you are making your own money and working so hard for it you really realize like and prioritize what you want to spend it on Mm -hmm. and how much you want to save like you kind of have an idea of all that so Mm. I think also just like giving yourself some respect on that and just not going off and buying things because like your friend has it yeah going off the deep end (laughs) for no reason just like always being mindful Mm -hmm. words to live by people she's the queen okay you better listen up (laughs) I really like this one because I feel like you have made a transition into this um And I just, like you were saying, like, I just feel like you're very mindful about, like, what you have, what you're buying, like, what's in your maybe, like, immediate environment is a good way to think because I feel like I know that you are and I feel like I am too just highly affected by, like, my environment. I feel like so many people are. So how do you keep such a minimalist lifestyle? 
I get very overwhelmed by clutter. Mm. I hate clutter. So I will get rid of things when I feel like I don't need them anymore. Like outfits, if I've worn it and I'm sick of it, I either donate or I have like my Poshmark. I'll sell things on Poshmark. Um, So I'll get rid of clothes. When it comes to furniture, I feel like if in the past, like I've lived at other apartments where... I've wanted to like get rid of things like I'll donate um, some of like the accessories that I bought from Home Goods, and I'm like I don't need this anymore. Donate that, sell furniture on like I know people sell on like Facebook Marketplace. You are but, so good at that, Maggie. Yeah, I just get rid of things. Like the one thing that I do, like I don't hold any type of attachment to anything that I own, I and I'm not attached. Like I'm just if I wore something multiple times in. I am ready to move on and get something else. If I get something and put it in my closet, I always take something out mm-hmm. when I put something in. And so good. I've gotten to the point now where I'm so lucky to like live in my new apartment and I'm so grateful that I was able to buy all of my new furniture. But the mm-hmm. I got all of my furniture from Restoration Hardware, which has been like a dream of mine. I've worked towards ever since I was little because I know that when I move into a house eventually couple years down the line whenever I move out of the city into a house this furniture that I have that we're sitting at this table right now this will mm-hmm. be in one, one of the dining rooms in my houses yeah like so I'm you. not gonna put it it's not gonna be wasted you know it's not just gonna be mm-hmm. like um thrown away or whatever mm-hmm. broken it's, yeah that's broken. back to like your quality quality over, over quantity. quantity yeah that's how I stay so minimalist it's just like having one good thing is so much better than having a lot of okay a lot of okay things, things. <laughs> especially with clothes mm-hmm. like trust me I've been there I've shopped at forever 21 mm-hmm. and that was like my life in college but I don't have any of those clothes anymore you know mm-hmm. it's like worth it to really save up and buy like one really nice thing and also if you go to thrift stores especially like in Boston, they have like a lot of really nice brands. Mm-hmm. So you don't have to like buy stuff full price from the store, but you can mm-hmm. like go to a thrift shop and find like free people, anthropology, yeah. all revolve, all those brands. You just have to really search. Yeah. And like that just makes me think of all those secondhand places. It's like you can have quality without spending that much. I oh, feel yeah. Like, like the real, real. Yeah. Yes. You can Trinity, buy so much stuff. Poshmark. Yeah. Even Poshmark, too. Mm-hmm. Like I, I bought so much on Poshmark in college. This is like making me really remember my old life before YouTube like (laughs) I would buy stuff on Poshmark constantly like Lululemon's new Mm -hmm. with tags for 40 bucks yeah sign me up (laughs) like I would buy them all the time and I feel like you don't need to break the bank in order to like have cute stuff Mm -hmm. you know or even have nice things Mm -hmm. it doesn't have to be expensive like people sell their stuff yeah if they don't want it anymore so just search around search Poshmark search your websites Um, even like Facebook marketplace, my mom was talking about it the other day. She found a table that she had been looking for forever. It was West Elm and it was like 600 bucks Mm -hmm. retailed for over 2000 on the website. The person just was redoing their kitchen, getting Mm -hmm. rid of it. So just search. I've been finding so much, so much stuff. stuff. Yeah. It's like, it's new stuff. You just have to look. Yeah. You know what this makes me think, you guys? Everyone needs a friend like Maggie that can just be honest with you. And she just, that's exactly, she said exactly what I was thinking in my head about how she's so good at not holding like an emotional attachment around things, which I struggle with. I'm like, yeah, I wore these jeans three years ago, but like I wore them to this dinner with this person or you know what I mean? Like I think about memories. You're like, no, 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 I wore that like skirt on vacation and like 
Hawaii and I want to remember. But it's like you have the photo. Okay, you don't need the skirt sitting there. You're not going to wear it for the next, you know, however exactly. many. Exactly. You're never going to wear it. The thing that is true also is that somebody else can get use out of it, mm-hmm. you know? you know somebody else is going to love that skirt that you wore in Hawaii. Yes. And look so cute in it, you know? And it's going to be their new favorite thing. Yeah. And then it's not cluttering your mind in your space. Yes. This is good we had this talk. Some of you needed that. I know you did. Okay. This, I really like this question. What's something about adulthood that you didn't expect? Hmm. I feel like my adulthood started so much earlier than it was supposed to and that other people's adulthood start because my Mm. parents got divorced Mm -hmm. when I was a junior in college so I feel like when I was 20 I felt like an adult immediately when I feel like I shouldn't have felt like an adult until after I graduated which I know everybody's situations are different but I feel like I just didn't realize um how much you really have to do yourself like when I was younger my parents would call and make a doctor's appointment for me. They would always be there and for advice, which I can still call them now, but I'm like, you live on your own. You're an Mm -hmm. adult. You pay your own bills. You do all these things by yourself. But I really like it because I love the feeling of being independent and Mm -hmm. like accomplishing things on your own. And I feel like even being thrown into the type of situation that I was where my parents got divorced and I felt like I had nobody at the time, it really made me all so learn a lot about myself and this is crazy but like ways that I want to like raise my children (laughs) I just learned a lot so I just didn't really expect like how much independence you really have like everyone says oh like you're an adult you're gonna move out not live with your mom and dad anymore and you're like okay yeah whatever like freedom it's a lot of work like car insurance, paying mm-hmm. for your car each month, paying for electric, heat, water, gas, yeah. um, your student loans, like having all the things to keep up with. And you're like, if you miss one thing, your credit score goes down. Mm-hmm. Your credit score goes down. You can't buy a house. Buy a house. Yeah. yeah. So there's a lot that you really need to stay on top of mm-hmm. when you're an adult. And I was just like, did not expect any of that. Yes. But I'm grateful that I was thrown into it because I feel like the best feeling is just being thrown into like a shit show and figuring it out. Mm -hmm. And you're like, yeah, like like I I did did that. Yeah. (laughs) So it's really not that bad. Don't be scared (laughs) about the future and the unknown and just dealing with all these stressful things because it teaches you a lot that you're going to be grateful for. Yeah. You figure it out. It's so true. When you're an adult, there's always like something else. You're like, oh, I did that. But like, I also have to do this. Like there's always like some bill you have to pay, something you have to like tie up some loose ends. Okay, this one is the one that I feel like is similar that I really like. What are things you wish people knew about you off camera? Like, what do you think is something that, like, doesn't come across? I feel like you were kind of saying it earlier. I feel like, well, one thing that I feel like I don't really show on camera is how emotional I am. Mm -hmm. I'm the most emotional person Mm -hmm. ever, but, and I've tried, I'm trying to get better at showing this in my videos, but Mm -hmm. I am very easily affected by emotions and energies and I just feel like so much love for the people in my life that I love and when something sad happens like I'm so sad Mm -hmm. I cry a lot I'm very emotional I'm very deep and I feel like sometimes you can't really tell that from videos Mm -hmm. um and also I'm very like I'm crazy 
with my friends. Mm-hmm. I'm crazy and I love it. And mm-hmm. I wish that I could show everybody who I'm really close with always is like, Maggie, you need to show this side of you in your videos. And I'm like, you don't understand. Am I going to put the camera on right now and press the record button when I'm alone in my apartment and start like doing working? The- no. Yeah. And start doing all the <laughs> stuff I'm doing. Like when I'm with you guys, mm-hmm. it's, it's, uh, it, I can't, it just gets awkward. Mm-hmm. So yeah, <laughs> I could see that. How I feel like if I see your content and I didn't know you personally, I would be like, I could just think like, oh, this is such like a strong, like role model, like confident girl. Cause you are. And that's what I feel like I see. But then it's like, you don't see like the twerking wine drinking Maggie. Yeah. And like <laughs> me just being like real. Although I do have that side of me where I, my mind, I feel like just works so differently. Mm-hmm. And I'm always like analyzing things and thinking deeply and just very conscious about like the way that I feel and energy and mm-hmm. all that but at the same time like I love to let loose and have fun with my friends I love to mm-hmm. laugh I love to yell I love to just be loud yeah. and be funny and joke yeah so. I love that you <laughs> talked about that because I feel like people can see stuff on social media and just think that's like but it's like one side it's like one part yeah. of the story like you're not seeing behind the scenes I think people need to remember that it's like and it's, it's hard too part because of it's life. my job like I don't want to be mm-hmm. unprofessional unprofessional and then have mm-hmm. People, like you wouldn't act like that in front of your boss you know what I mean yeah. so it's kind of like that's helpful. my bosses are watching the video yeah, that's helpful for people to remember it's like we can't maybe be completely ourselves 100% of the time because remember there are like brands that we work with that yeah. like are certain ways so yeah that's good to remember can you talk about how you journal and tips Yes. Every morning I wake up and I have a journal called the five minute journal and you write down three things you're grateful for, three things that would make your day great, and then a daily affirmation. So for example, I'll write little things that I'm grateful for. Like I'm grateful for my comfy bed that I just woke up in. I'm grateful for my morning coffee. I'm grateful for my friends and family and their health, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And then Um, writing things about your day sometimes I write like what would make today great is listening to a podcast in learning reading 15 pages of my book taking a bath going Mm -hmm. to bed at 10 p.m stuff like that and then daily affirmation I always start it with I am so saying it as if that's how you are and just being confident about like I always write like I am strong I am kind I am authentic and real just to always remind myself to be authentic and real all the time and not let all this stuff going on social media change who I am Mm -hmm. and I do that and then I will write in a second journal and I'll take a whole page and write it's called scripting and there's a bunch of videos on YouTube that you guys can watch but basically I just write down things that I want in my life and how I want to show up as a person Mm -hmm. and so for example a few months ago I was writing down a lot of stuff about the people I wanted to surround myself with the type of person I wanted to show up as the types of situations that I wanted to happen in my life Little things like that, almost as if you already have it and you are like manifesting it. Mm -hmm. So you say, for example, I have the greatest group of friends in the world. They make me feel so good when I'm around them. We always Mm -hmm. are uplifting each other, laughing, blah, 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 stuff. And basically talking about things you want to bring into your life because I'm a firm believer in like being the energy you want to attract and just Mm -hmm. believing that whatever you put out there is going to come back. So I take a whole page of my journal and I do that and then... 
I do that after my meditation. So I'll do like a 10 minute meditation, like a gratitude meditation, or sometimes like a visualization one. I just search them up on YouTube mm-hmm. and I finish it off by doing that. And then I read my horoscope and then I start my day. I love that. Okay. You just hit so many great things. So there's questions about manifestation, but you just hit it perfectly. Like, yeah. do you believe in manifestation? You were like 100%. actively manifesting things into your life through journaling. And I'm sure you do it like in other times of the day. And something that you said about, um, like the last part when you're like, I am, I am authentic. I am strong. That just reminded me. So the next question is, do you think it's easy to get lost as a person being an influencer? So that's something you do to not get lost and stay yourself. To be completely honest, I did get lost over, I feel like this past year, um, ever since like the end of last summer, I feel like the whole winter I felt so weird and so different. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I, my videos last summer were killing it. I grew a lot over the past year on YouTube and I obviously with growing and stuff like that comes more money and I feel like I just got so lost in with myself and who I am and who I want to show up as and like the values that I have as a person because I've always been the same ever since like before I started YouTube but I feel like I got lost when the success like started to really kick in Mm -hmm. and I kind of had to over the past few months like ever since May April or May I really had to dial in and like find myself again Mm -hmm. because I feel like I definitely let a lot of it get to my head Mm -hmm. and also I think a big thing is I just was like buying all the stupid stuff that he didn't need like making this money feeling that I, I was just like, oh, well, if I want that, like, I'm just going to go get it, you know, just like Mm -hmm. unrealistic stuff. And I feel like I was going through life, like on autopilot. I wasn't aware. I wasn't present. I wasn't conscious of anything that I was doing. And I was just, did not like how I felt. I didn't really like the person that I was becoming. And I was like, I need to stop this right now. Mm -hmm. I need to change. And so I started reading a lot, meditating, journaling, and I ended up like getting rid of a lot of the stuff that I've bought in the past, like just designer things that Mm -hmm. bring you instant gratification, but don't make you, I'm not going to say they don't make you happy because when you buy something, like obviously you know that it makes you feel good, but it doesn't make you fulfilled. And Ed Milet says this all the time, like Mm -hmm. things, they give you instant gratification, but they will never fulfill you. And I was not fulfilled. And you would think that somebody who makes money and has a job and can live this lifestyle that obviously people look at and they're like, I want to do that. Just because people have all of these like glamorous things doesn't mean that they are truly happy and it doesn't bring you true genuine happiness and that's something that I like recognized and I was it honestly made me like feel sick I was like why do I have all these bags in my closet like they need to be out of here right now Mm -hmm. I took a huge box put them all in it and sent them to the real real Mm -hmm. and I was like somebody else will like these so much better than I did Mm -hmm. and it just didn't not make me feel good and I just like really simplified my life so I feel like everything you were just saying it would make me think things in my head and then you would like say it next like I was immediately thinking when you were talking about um 
just like buying designer things or whatever that you think is maybe like, oh, this is like, since I'm making more money and I feel successful, this is something that like someone like me, like I should buy this. Exactly. Or I want this and maybe this is like what I want in this moment. But it's like, that isn't what's making you happy. It actually will maybe in turn make you feel more empty. And like the things that make you feel happy are more like within yourself. Yeah. Like- and, but you're looking outwards when it's inside. And so I love that question. Do you think it's easy to get lost as a person being an influencer? For sure. Because you need to be conscious about it all the time because there are so many people doing what you do and people are showing the new things that they're getting. They're taking pictures and and, it rubs off. And it's like all the trends. Like, Mm -hmm. what are the celebrities wearing? What are the bigger influencers wearing, doing? Where are they traveling? What are, you know? Yeah. It's a lot. Should I do that? And it's, it's so weird, just like having your life on social media is just such a weird thing. And it's so weird because it's like your work and your you know, like your income, your everything, your whole life, but it's so closely tied to like your identity, who you are as a person, your personal life. And so all mixed together gets really confusing. And then you're like, wait, who am I? Am I happy in this moment? Who am I in my relationships with my family and my friends? Do I like who I am? Do I like where I am? Do I like the things I have? It gets like really scary when you start feeling Yeah, it does. And then it's like, you have to deal with all those emotions in front of the public. Yes. And it's like, crazy and like the and like so much judgment and I feel like I've been there like in times in college people are like you've changed so much and I'm like you know what I have and and then you get into like okay when you're on social media for so long you're gonna change like you're gonna grow up and change and that just made me think like people are like oh they see like success and money and whatever and then I just think like you see someone that in your eyes is successful or has maybe material things that you would aspire to be like or maybe you want a YouTube channel like Maggie but then it's like you don't actually know how they are in their real life and maybe they're not happy and maybe they like feel these empty feelings so you know what more money more problems because that's how I feel (laughs) half these people you see that you aspire to be like them like they're probably dealing well I know they're dealing with things deep down that you don't see so yeah yeah and that's like good to remember definitely easy to get lost and you need like the people in your personal life to like pull you back down to earth and like ground you. Like I just feel like grounding relationships, boyfriends, sisters, like friends just help so much. Like you need that or you're going to like fly off into the sky. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. How do you think you remain so confident and sure of yourself? I think because I was honestly I've I've just been so used to it ever since I was little like it was almost instilled in me when I was growing up which is the way that I want to raise my children is how my mom raised us she would never try to like stifle our creativity I was in third grade and I wanted to wear this like poofy pink princess dress to my graduation with these long white gloves that were up to my bicep like literally (laughs) like the princess gloves that went all the way up past your elbow a tiara like the whole thing I wore a feather boa a pair of heels and I feel like normally if your kid said that they wanted to wear like a dress-up costume to their graduation you'd be like no that's for home this is your teachers are there you need to wear like a little dress whatever and parents kind of like try to tell their kids what to do. My mom never told me what to do from a young age. Like we'd go to the grocery store and I would be like four years old and I'd wear my mom's heels and I'd be sitting in the cart with these big platform heels on (laughs) and people would always say to my mom and ask her like questions like, oh, you let Maggie like go out of the house like wearing your shoes or you let Maggie do this, you let her do this. And my mom's just like, yeah, like she was just so go with the flow and chill and 
would never try to change who I was and make mm. she let me march to the beat of my own drum. I love that. And I have just feel like growing up around her and having her bring me up that way has made me who I am today because my mom is so like that and even with all of the standards that you see on social media of feeling like you need to change the way that you look to like look like certain people like models and all these girls that you see on Instagram I feel like my mom ever since I was little had just always like told me how like beautiful I was and like Mm -hmm. strong and she's so confident in herself so I really looked up to her Mm -hmm. and I was like oh my god my mom is so strong she's a yoga teacher like she is so cute and I just always wanted to be like that and I feel like it's just who you surround yourself with too and what you consume kind of because I feel like it's so easy to get like lost on social media Mm -hmm. and follow all these people and try to change the way that you look and the way that you act to be someone you're not and I feel like um with social media right now just finding people who are like so confident in themselves to follow is really helpful Mm -hmm. and I that happened to me when I was in my sophomore year of college was the time when I started to like kind of question like my confidence and the way that I looked and who I was like I always was very strong and like muscular and I played hockey and I'm very athletic and then I went to college and I stopped playing sports and there were a lot of girls on social media who were just like very skinny which their body is probably naturally like that but my body's not Mm -hmm. and I can't compare myself to the way that those girls look because I'm not built like that and I remember I found Camille Caustic on Instagram my sophomore year and she really helped me stay true to myself in the way that I was born and stuff like that and just like all the stuff that my mom had taught me growing up like she was like an older version of me you know what I mean like she Mm -hmm. just oh older version of me now because I feel like I learned a lot from the way that she would like talk about her body and stuff. Mm -hmm. My mom had always, obviously, like I just said, taught, just always treated us like that ever since we were little. And that always just made me feel confident. And then in college, I started to question it. And Mm -hmm. now I feel like it really helped me not let anything I see on social media or anybody else like change the way that I see myself. Mm -hmm. And just embracing the way that you are. And like, I just love being me and like being strong and working out and like lifting and stuff like that I don't know Mm -hmm. I just feel like everyone is so unique and if we were all the same think about how boring that would be Mm -hmm. you know so you have to be confident in you need to listen up when Maggie talks about confidence I just she's like one of the most confident people I know and like I said earlier it's obviously just helped me like personally so much and I just think that is like such a strength that you have being so confident I love it Thank you. <laughs> There's definitely days though where I've in times and moments in my life where I've felt not as confident mm-hmm. and it's not like this all the time but it's definitely something that like you have to remind yourself of because mm-hmm. I struggle too sometimes like 
And I'm like, what am I doing? No. Like I look yeah. in the mirror and I'm like, I am strong. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I feel like it always just starts with comparison. And then you're like, it Wait, does. can I like be honest with myself? Like what's going on right now? I need to stop comparing myself. I was confident yesterday. Like what's going on today? And if you feel like you're comparing yourself to others and you don't feel good when you're looking at something you see on social media, like you don't have to follow that person. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel good about yourself following somebody else, like Cut that out of your life. Yeah. Do not consume that. Like yeah. I told you guys, I followed Camille because she was so confident in the way her body was and I have a similar body type to her mm-hmm. and she would just talk about how she is like athletic, has curves and I was like, I can relate to that. So mm-hmm. follow what you can relate to and what yeah. ma- uplifts you and makes you feel good. Yeah, I so agree that I feel like I had moments like that where I'm like, why am I following every single Victoria's Secret model? I don't really relate to them. And I'm I'm, I'm never going to look like them. And maybe it makes me feel worse following them. So maybe I can unfollow. Maybe yeah. I can mute. Like, whatever. And I think that's so true to, like, be mindful of, like, what you're consuming. Because that's obviously affecting, like, your thoughts about yourself. Even if it's, like, indirectly. What is your workout routine? My workout routine? Um, so, I work out with my trainer I call him my trainer but he's literally my friend from college (laughs) and he just happened to become a trainer in Boston which worked out because I met him he was a junior when I was a freshman in college and so um we just kept in touch he graduated became a trainer and then I moved to Boston started training with him so we work out together twice a week and then I'll do Pilates or SoulCycle like a few other days I mean I feel like I'm not as crazy about working out as I used to be like I used to work out literally five or six days a week Mm -hmm. I would do so much cardio like I'd walk on the treadmill and I would try to like be skinny and work out for the wrong reasons and Mm -hmm. I feel like now I just really just work out to make myself feel better and if I want to take days off like I take days off And I will spend time outside and just give myself a lot more love in the way like I'll sleep in maybe a little bit longer. I'll have a slow morning and make sure my stress levels are really low and just do what makes me feel good and just get outside and enjoy nature and fresh air and not worry so much about the fitness aspect because working out and putting so much stress on your body does more harm than good. Mm -hmm. And I've learned that the hard way. I feel like I've just had so much trial and error. Like I've been an athlete my whole life. I'm 23 now. I have been working out literally since I was in kindergarten. Mm -hmm. And I have always been active and I've just really learned a lot about my body and what my body needs and what my body likes. And I was even on a call this morning with somebody and I was just talking about like my stress levels and I was like, you know what? I am gonna do my two workouts with my trainer this week and then take the rest of the week off I am gonna have slow mornings I'm gonna sleep in I'm gonna do my own thing go on walks like whatever so yeah that's my routine it just I don't have a set routine I I just do what makes me feel good yeah it's like listen to your body and I mean everybody knows you can obviously overdo it with the exercising I'm sure we've all been there so it's like that's so nice to step back from that and be like wait I'm just gonna like listen to my body and work out to like feel good and not worry about how I look or anything like that. A lot of people are interested. Are you still following food combining? I'm interested. Are you still following food combining? I'm not. (laughs) I know it was a huge thing on my Instagram Mm -hmm. um, last summer and this is no, just want to say this to start off, this is no tea, no shade. I 
I mean, you guys probably already know, like I did it for almost a year. Like I swore by it and it got to the point where I was having really bad issues with my skin and I was seeing an esthetician. I was getting facials, like doing all this stuff to clear up my acne and my acne scars. And it got to the point where I had a weird breakout in the beginning of April and it was like these hard bumps underneath my skin. Mm -hmm. They were like hormonal breakouts and I didn't know what they were from. Like I ate so healthy. I was like, I eat so healthy. I am very conscious about all those things. I have a good skincare routine. I take care of my skin. Like I'm seeing a professional and my esthetician was like, Maggie, you should really go see a dietitian. And so I did. And I used to be like, oh, this makes me feel good. This is what works for me, whatever. And then I was like, I am having these skin issues. I need to kind of get to the bottom of it because now I know that whatever is going on is internal. Mm -hmm. So I saw a dietitian and I took a test. It's called the Dutch test. Mm -hmm. And it basically is a like urine test that tests all of your hormones. Mm -hmm. And my hormones were out of so out of whack. And I noticed that I only started getting acne last year in like May or June when I first when I changed my diet Mm -hmm. um and my dietitian and I have been talking about over the past like few months just different supplements that I'm taking to be able to like balance my hormones and help me and everything that's like going on internally Mm -hmm. and one of the main things was having more balanced meals that was like a reason why my acne was the way that it was because of my hormones and then which I can't really say all of like the facts because I am not like a dietitian myself. Mm -hmm. I'm not a doctor. So I'm kind of just saying this based on my own um, experience. Experience. Dietitian. Yeah. And so basically, she was telling me that if um, giving me meal ideas and giving me ways that I can change my diet in order to balance my hormones, clear my skin, and all that. So I eat. I guess you could say just like regular. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not vegan anymore. I also realized that being vegan and not eating animal protein, I really, my body does so well when I eat salmon. I feel so good mm-hmm. when I eat fish and when I eat eggs. So I started incorporating those back into my diet. And then I started seeing my dietitian. And now I just really make it a point to eat very balanced meals. Mm-hmm. So having protein, a good starch so like sweet potato brown rice stuff like that and then obviously half of your plate vegetables that's what my dietitian recommends and then also having healthy fats Mm -hmm. so that's what I've been doing and my skin has cleared up so much and I'm so happy Mm -hmm. and also one thing I want to say about diets as a whole is really and truly you need to do what works for you because everyone's going to be different Mm -hmm. and I recommend seeing a professional and talking to your doctor about all of these things and taking tests because I feel like I my life has changed ever since I saw a professional and I took a test and my test results literally were like the blueprint on how I should change my diet so Mm -hmm. yeah use your resources Mm -hmm. and I know that there's so much that you see online trust me like I show what I eat all the time and I know how much it can have effect on people but just because one person eats one thing like doesn't mean that 
if a person eats a certain way, it's going to work for you. Mm -hmm. And I just show like what I eat for like meal ideas and stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, take what you want, leave what you don't, but always talk to a professional. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Cause the next question I was going to ask was how did you decide to stop being completely vegan? But I mean, you just, yeah, it just makes me feel so much better. Like Mm -hmm. I feel more energized. I feel stronger. Yeah. I so agree Less with lethargic. that. Less lethargic. My know, body needs it. I you were vegan. vegan. For a year, like in college. And I thought that it would make me feel better. And it just was not for me. And to be honest, I just was like, I remember just eating all the vegan junk food because I could. And I gained weight and I didn't feel, and I wasn't, didn't have the balanced meals. That wasn't going for me. And I loved salmon. The first thing that I ate when I stopped being vegan was like salmon on like a Caesar salad. Cause I miss salmon. Same sort of thing. Um, and yeah, so that's just what makes me feel the best. And you guys know now I just eat whatever I want, whatever I want, because that's just how I do it. But um, yeah, so there's the tea, you guys, even though there's no tea or shade, really. It's just Maggie listening to her body. Yeah, yeah. listening to my body and And I feel those like changes. everyone is so interested in like what other people are doing. Like, Maggie, why did you stop being vegan? But it's like, you need to just do you and work on you, sister, and like what works for you. So just remember that. Favorite healthy desserts? Ooh, oh my God. Favorite healthy <laughs> dessert? I love um, vegan ice cream. So Em and I go to JP Licks all the time and they have mm-hmm. choc- They have like different flavors each month. <laughs> we, we should go tonight. <laughs> they have chocolate, Literally. they have peanut butter, and it's dairy-free, which I still don't do dairy because dairy has always bothered my stomach. Mm-hmm. I, I can't. I thought you were going to say your skin because I know some people get skin issues with dairy. It's my, I never had skin issues. It hurts, my, issues. Stomach. It hurts, it my, hurts stomach. my stomach so bad. Yeah, I used to complain about it 24-7 and then people would be like, Maggie, why do you do it to yourself? And one day I was just like, you're so right. I don't know why I do it to I'm myself. I'm still in that phase. I do it. To, I eat the dairy ice cream and my stomach hurts and I'm like, oh, and I feel sick that night. Yeah. And it's like, why do I do it to myself? Because ice cream tastes good. But yes. And I think so many people are lactose intolerant and like don't even know it because I know I'm like really like, really just like thinking about it right now. But you know how, um, it's lactose, which is like giving you the issues. And as humans, you're born with lactase, like the enzyme to break it down when you're a baby because you have your mom's milk. But as you grow up, you lose your lactase enzymes and some people keep more of it. But like the majority of adults don't have it. And that like everyone is freaking lactose intolerant. Like, why are you eating dairy? I don't know. That's just my opinion. Okay. This is where we get juicy. If you guys stay towards the end, are you getting a puppy? I am and what getting kind? a puppy. So I haven't even said the co- what kind I'm getting. Yeah. Even in my YouTube video, I uploaded a video talking about getting a puppy. I didn't even say what kind. So I guess people have to listen to this to know. Um, So I have been wanting to get a dog for the past year and I had been, had my heart set, but before the pandemic, I was traveling a lot and did not have the right lifestyle to be able to take care of a puppy so unrealistic I just knew that I would have to be settled down in order to get my own dog and then once the pandemic happened in March and we've Mm -hmm. all been at home and not traveling and stuff I've realized how much I enjoy being home and I thought that I now is the right time I just felt so ready and it just Mm -hmm. kind of came to me and I was like even going forward in the future whenever things do go back to normal and do we can travel again and 
live mm-hmm. life the way that we used to. Obviously, it's not going to ever be the same as it was before. Mm-hmm. But I have no urge to travel as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. Maybe like once or twice a year, I want it to be really meaningful and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but back to the puppy. Yes, I did get a puppy. He is currently six weeks old. So I won't have him for a little bit until he is old enough to leave his mother. But <laughs> it is a boy and he is a Morkie. So he's a Yorkie and a Maltese mix and he's hypoallergenic which I need because I am so allergic to any animal that has fur not hair I'm allergic to cats all that so mm-hmm. I grew up having I had two hypoallergenic dogs that we rescued at my house on Cape you've met them before mm-hmm. Winnie and Cody yeah. so I just knew I wanted to eventually get my own dog because I grew up having dogs Um, that were my family dogs and I am just so excited to have my own responsibility and I we talked about this earlier but just at the age we are now in our almost mid-20s oh that's yeah gonna be 24 soon um the next step is getting married and having kids so I think that having a dog (laughs) is going to be such a good responsibility for me and it's going to teach me so much and make me so much more responsible and get ready to have kids and then my kids will be able to grow up with my dog. Yeah. <laughs> so. Isn't that so like weird to think about? You're like, oh wait, this dog's going to like be here when yeah. I have children one day. It's crazy. And I think something that's good for you guys to remember is I feel like people can really be sort of like judgmental and just sort of look at like, okay, like this influencer, Maggie or Gretchen, whoever it is, like you think that their lifestyle is so on the go and travel and like maybe it has been, but also what's to say that their lifestyle will change when they get a dog? Like it probably will. And I think I just got a lot of worrying, maybe sometimes hate of people saying like, you can't take care of a dog. Your dog isn't good with your lifestyle. And I'm like, I've done the traveling every weekend thing. Like, I don't want to do that anymore. That's exactly why I feel like now is the right time for a dog. And I feel like Maggie feels that way too. It's like, we like being home. And with and all that ready. aside also, which I completely, and this is where you're just so sweet. Like you're so sweet, Gretchen. Also, mind your damn business. Like you don't know how people act yeah. when they are at home, when the camera's not rolling. You don't know how people are. And please, I'm telling you this. If you're going to take anything away from this podcast, take this. Use that worry that you are using about somebody else and use it to that energy to benefit your life in some way Mm -hmm. and read a book do whatever you need to do to benefit your own life and make changes because I promise you will feel better yes you know you're not going to feel good writing something mean to Maggie or I like the your messages or comments saying like you're going to leave that dog behind when you like are running around doing things no we're not (laughs) yeah (laughs) use that energy and do something with your with yourself and your priorities. Okay. Tyler, this is where it really gets oh, juicy. Yeah, of course. So, I can't believe we haven't even talked about him yet. Are you still <laughs> dating Tyler? So many questions are like, why did they break up? And I'm like, hello, they didn't break up. Oh my God. Yeah, we are still together. We live together. <laughs> and um, I can definitely see why people are still wondering because I don't show him in my videos but ever. You never have, you love like your private relationship and I like so respect that yeah I love my private relationship yeah and we are still together we just moved in together and it's been I it's been fun I'm not gonna sit here and be like it's amazing oh my god yeah it's hard heaven on earth (laughs) I have lived alone for like two years and now having 
or three years, two or three years. But anyway, I've lived alone for a while and I just feel like now I'm sharing my space with somebody else and it's not the same as it used to be. Mm -hmm. Like I used to be able to come and go and you know, yeah, like guys, I was texting Maggie yesterday about it and I'm like, well, it's totally an adjustment. It's like having a roommate again. Yeah, like there's like someone a that you have to like sort of, I don't know if be accountable is like the right word, but like you're not just going to like come and go and run around. Like you have to be like, oh, I'm going to like run out to do this. Like you like, you know, keep each other updated. And it's a boy, <laughs> mind you. It's not like you're living with another girl. It's a guy. Like I, <laughs> oh my goodness. Like in my shower, just little things that he does. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like boys are not the cleanest, which Tyler, Tyler I will listening. give, no, I will give him this his mom she is an absolute angel I love her so much Tracy she's probably not listening to this but I love (laughs) her she's so clean like you could go to Tyler's house and literally eat food off the ground because she's cleaning 24 7 so he ever since I met him like he wakes up every morning he makes his bed in college like he would make sure his room was tidy all of his clothes were always put away he would vacuum like he was not like your typical boy but I feel like just living together has been definitely an adjustment, but I love it because I, we obviously like sleep together every night and like waking up and he's there and just always having someone to be around and like spend time with. And it's been so fun. So that was the next question. How are you adjusting to living with Tyler? Like yeah, you love it. It's an adjustment. I love it. You love and it. it's definitely an adjustment. And I'm not going to say that we don't have arguments because we do, but him and I both take a step back to realize like, okay, we're going through this massive shift and it's not going to be easy, but we're going to work through it together. Mm-hmm. And it's a decision you made because you love each other. Exactly. So it's like, obviously you wanted it or you wouldn't be living together. This says, will you show more of your relationship now that you're living together? No, because <laughs> I thought that I was going to, but honestly, Tyler's work schedule is so different and he works he's gone literally all day long and he works five days a week and then the two days he has off I want to be present with him and I want to spend time with him so I'm not going to be vlogging or really doing any work on those days Mm -hmm. that he's home and usually I will just vlog and get stuff done like when he's not here Mm -hmm. that's nice to have that separation I feel like we've talked about this just in the past in our personal lives like how it can be so nice to be with your like personal life friends or loved ones like a boyfriend and just feel like like you can like turn off the YouTube social media side and just finally like relax and sort of like take a deep breath kind of thing um because it can feel like when your whole life is on social media that it's your whole life and it never ends and you can't ever like exhale kind of thing so I just so respect that you keep your relationship private. And I feel like earlier I was like, your private relationship, it's not like it's this big secret. I feel like some people are like, why is it this big mystery? Like, it's not like it's a secret. You just, like, prefer to keep your relationship private. Yeah. Which I think a lot of people Tyler's, like, so shy. Like, he's so shy and so quiet. I think people forget that. Like, if he was all over your social media, like, remember that that's somebody else. Like, he would want, he would have to want to do that. Like, he has his own thoughts and feelings. You know what I mean? And I totally respect when people do show their relationships. Like the guy, their boyfriend is probably like just a lot more outgoing and Mm -hmm. comfortable in front of the camera and just Tyler's not. And think about it from like your perspective if you would want people like filming you all the time if you didn't feel comfortable, you know? Like I really just respect the way that he feels. Not that he's like, don't ever film me. But I know he would if I asked him. But I just don't want to make him feel like that. Yeah. 
Exactly. Okay, last couple questions, you guys. So this is sort of like miscellaneous and like future. I like these. What are your favorite spots on Cape Cod? I thought this would be good because I feel like so many people are on Cape right now. Um, just like with their families and just like the time. And obviously since you grew up there, I'm sure you have so many favorite spots. My favorite spots. Okay. So best Mexican restaurant is Anejo on main street in Falmouth. Best bagels and hyannis, hyannis, (laughs) but the Falmouth one is better. Yeah. Best bagels, (laughs) Joe Mama's. They have multiple locations. Orleans is the best. Best coffee is Cape Cod coffee. You can search up Cape Cod coffee and look at their website to see where they sell it but they have a store I believe in Mashpee Commons you should go um best Italian food is Gina's it's a really tiny restaurant in Dennis I'm learning so much best seafood is Sasuit Harbor Cafe an OG you definitely have (laughs) best ice cream is ice cream cafe in Orleans they have regular and they have dairy free but the one thing that they have that no one else has they have soft serve, dairy-free soft serve. And I get a blizzard with Oreos and it's bomb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those are my favorite places on Cape. Yes, you guys. To go to. Ice cream cafe, like lights out. So good. <laughs> Love that place. Do you think you will live anywhere other than Boston like anytime soon or I guess in the future? No, I will never leave Massachusetts. <gasps> I might have houses. Like I will have houses in other places. Like I know that I want to work hard enough to be able to buy like a vacation home somewhere Mm -hmm. else but Massachusetts will be my home base forever like I'm not leaving yeah I can't I know something about Boston you guys just feels like home if some people listening have never been to Boston they're probably like what like you don't get it until you've been here and like lived here like I know Natalie feels this way too like we both lived in New York City and we're just like you know Boston hits different like Boston is home like it just has like a home feeling where do you see yourself in five years isn't this the question that everybody hates yeah (laughs) um five years well, you guys know I said it in the beginning. Like, I'm there. I'm really, really focusing on just being present and not, like, thinking about that. But five years from now... 28. Okay, so I'm turning 24 in November. I'll be turning 29 in five years. So, married. Duh. And I, I will have a kid. That's what I want. I want to be married and I want to have a child. Oh, my God. In five years from I now. I can, like, see it in my head. Who knows what's going to happen with my career? Like, I don't even want to set, like any intentions or timelines for what I want within my career. But Mm -hmm. family-wise, in like life, I want to have a house, husband, child, or two. (laughs) (laughs) A couple. (laughs) Who knows? I'm going to have four, so we don't know when it's going to start, but yeah. Uh, Also, (gasps) B2 Burrito is good. And and Burrito Bistro, though. Oh, Burrito Bistro. And Corner Store on the Cape for burritos. It's really good. I love Burrito Bistro, but I... Always call it B2. And a hope for sushi. What's something you wish you knew sooner in life? Being honest, nothing. Nothing. Ooh, curveball. I I like the unknown. And I (laughs) honestly, feeling just feeling uncomfortable in situations and learning and being able to grow, I think is one of the most amazing feelings and things and there's nothing that I would change about my life like Mm -hmm. there there have been mistakes I've made in the past 1000% I've made so many mistakes but I've also learned so much Mm -hmm. and grown so much 
And you wouldn't be who you are now without all of that. And I wouldn't be who I am now. So there's nothing that I would tell myself or change. Mm -hmm. That's like when people are like, do you have regrets? And it's like, that's good for all of you listening to remember to not have regrets because you only are where you are now because of everything that's happened in your past. That just made me think of you in specific so you're talking about you and you could like tell your your past self things like oh these designer bags aren't going to fill you up or like you want to be this type of person or whatever but even if yourself in that moment knew how the future you wanted to be it's like you only got that way because of things and that you went through going along with that which is so true I knew before I even started YouTube that material items don't fulfill you my mom when she was in seventh grade her house burned down she lost everything like I had grown up and my mom always told us about how important presence is and just the people you're with and that material things don't matter and that is something that I was well aware of but I was at the point where I like needed to learn it for myself Mm -hmm. you know what I mean and experience it Mm -hmm. because as much as someone could have said to me like my mom instilling it in my mind, like you got to go through that experience and be like, oh wow, like she was actually right. You have to go through the white you Gucci have to- bags. Yes. Oh my God. I miss her. I know. She's- I remember the moment when you bought her. She's somewhere. Did she make it into the real, real box? Yeah, she did. Oh, I miss her. I know. She was <laughs> see, fun, but it's that's okay. That's like a really good, that is like a really good example of what you're saying when you learn to let things go like we'll always have that memory of you getting that bag but like you don't need it sitting here if you're not going to use exactly. it exactly because we can just and someone else is rocking that like out to dinner at a cute restaurant yeah. like looks so fire and is so happy with her bag exactly. that she bought this is really pre-loved circle. and it has good energy yes <laughs> and all her good vibes are in there so you're welcome <laughs> okay everyone that was all we had for you. that went by so quick they always go by so quick yeah it was and fun Love you guys. Thanks for listening. Love you guys. Bye. Bye. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader.